What are we waiting for? Oh, wait. Are you doing that thing again that you do? What's the thing that I do? The thing that you do where you just keep recording. Wait, it's recording already. Voodoo. That you do that so well. I do. Yeah, that's basically Everybody shut up. Everybody shut up. <laughs> Everybody shut up. Greetings and salutations. Hey. Welcome once again to the Capos Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. We are your number one allegedly comic book for anything. What? Podcast for anything <gasps> comic related. I'm reading it and I got it wrong. You read it wrong? <laughs> We're your number one comic for all things podcast related. Yes, we are. You're reading us as you speak. Exactly. You are currently in reading mode. Anyway, we'll keep your eyes on the road. My name is, of course, David Barry at Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening. Uh, let's start with the remote uh, calling us live from uh, uh, a farmstead uh, on an island in the Azores. Reporting to you live, the weather here is glorious. There's a high-pressure system coming in through the east, making it nice and warm here in this island in the Azores. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves, your trustworthy weatherman. Yeah, well, allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> <laughs> trustworthy or allegedly weatherman? Exactly. Across from you uh, on the table, technically here in person. Live coming to you from the safe house. This is Amy. You can find me at iJane. You robot on the varying social media platforms. And apparently the weather is slightly mild. High pressure system. High pressure system. What is a high pressure system? Can you tell me what that is? That's the the good thing where it's nice and clear and sunny. The low pressure is when it's cloudy and rainy. But it depends on what type of clouds, doesn't it? Are we looking at cumulostratus? The low pressure is when it's cloudy and rainy. So we're looking at cumulonimbus. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the, the cumulonimbus, the, the, the thing big that, fluffy yeah. clouds that the, produce more rain. Yeah, the one that Goku flies around on. <gasps> exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's We're bringing it back. Yeah. And this episode <laughs> is brought to you in part by the Nerd on Nation, powered by Patreon. The Nerd Patreon. on Nation Patreon. allows us to keep the lights on and up our quality as a member of the Nerd on Nation for as little as $1 to $5 a month. You get early access to episodes like this one, mm-hmm. a Discord community that is hopping, bonus episodes like where we talk about uh, Hilda, Hilda, and so much more. Check it out at nerdon slash dot io slash Patreon. 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 Anything for all things related to the Capus Crusaders and Nerd On, you can head over to thecapuscrusaders.com. That is your hub for all things Crusaders. From there, you can find all of our content as well as the rest of the Nerd On podcast family. 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 <clears throat> anyway, so on <gasps> this week's episode, we are, of course, going to go around the horn. We're going to talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. We're going to talk about our main topic, main. which is love. Two, two of. What's Ooh, love love. Got Mowage. Mowage. What brings us together, together today. <laughs> and love. Anyway, first off, <laughs> when we are in the safe house, except for Steve's, when we are doing a podcast about comic books, specifically, we like to go around the horn. Ooh, Portuguese moonshine. Mm. What, what is Portuguese moonshine? What do you guys... Do you is guys, it shiny? Does, it, it is shiny, actually. Does the <gasps> toilet go the opposite direction that you make it in? No, that's Australia. We're not in, Aust- we're not in Australia. Yeah, well, that's a good question. Thank you for admitting that you make your moonshine in the toilet. Anyway, <laughs> when we go around the horn, we're going to the table. And just Best flavor. Except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. We talk about what comic books we have been reading this week. So, Steve's. Yes. Okay. How about you lead us off and let us know what comic books you have been reading this week? Let me just take a swig out of the old toilet bowl moonshine real quick. Mm. 
Okay. Uh, actually, I'm in the middle of Tanahasi Coates' run on Captain America. Fantastic. <gasps> Currently on issue six. This is the one that takes place right after the events of uh, Secret Empire, right? Yeah, yeah. Keep talking. Where we had we had Evil Cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Good Cap arrived to defeat Evil Cap, but everyone yeah. is still like not really trusting him because they think he still might be the old Cap. Right. And yeah, it's it's exquisite. Yeah, enjoying it's it very much. It's wunderbar. Coates Coates can write a comic, man. Yes. He can. Yes, he can. Comic. He can write an Atlantic article. He can win an award. He can write a comic. He can write books. Books. Write a comic. Comic. Lots of comics. Amy. So, what about you? So. Um, I actually had the opportunity. Hold on, I need to switch something. Ha, there we go. I had the opportunity to start um, a new book that actually came out in January, mid to early January, from IDW called "I Can Sell You a Body." Ooh, how much? That's the question. So right now, the um, the premises we're following a psychic slash clairvoyant named Denny Little. I keep Denny. calling him Danny, but he's Denny, like Denny's. Um, mm. And he's disgraced. He was like a TV one. So basically, he took a whole bunch of money from a mobster or a mobster's son. And oh. he, yeah, he promised him that he would put his dead dad's soul into a body. So the funny thing is that Denny actually is clairvoyant and he can go into like the middle region or just beyond the veil and. There's a whole bunch of spirits that want to talk to him and everything. Um, so he finds the spirit that he's supposed to get. He's got a two-day deadline, and he puts the spirit of the guy into an old lady who's his secretary's body and is panicking because the gangster son's going to come and cut off his knuckles. And anyway, fun. Um, but so the big <laughs> I'm gonna cut off your knuckles. Yeah, well, among other things. But the Knuckles were the first place he started. I thought it was kind of interesting. (laughs) And so um, the end of comic one is the secretary doesn't realize that she has a new soul in her and has suddenly become a munch, munch, munch zombie. Oh, interesting. Mm. So, yeah, it's cool. But I can sell you a body, IDW. That's fantastic. And then did I read Who writes that? That one is, I almost said Ryan Ferber. Is it Ryan Ferber? I am double checking now. Sorry. No, it's my brain is so tired. Way that, to make it more difficult. Well, do you know what? Guess where we can we can find it if you're interested yes. in, in you know reading it. You see, because my gla- I'm not wearing my glasses and people can't tell in Audio Land, but it's on <gasps> Comicsology. Oh, Comicsology. Yeah. You seriously just stared at when I was showing you at Comicsology. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say something. No, I don't know. I thought you were trying to like <laughs> build tension. Nah, no. Um, you know, it's Ryan uh, Ferrier, and he's done uh, Dave and a couple of other things. But yeah, I can sell you a body from IDW, and then I also had the opportunity because I'm that weirdo. I got caught up on Space Boy, which is a um, web comic on Webtoons, which I've talked about Laura Olympus a lot because mm-hmm. I love Laura Olympus. But Space Boy actually got picked up by Dark Horse, and they've been printing out their um, they've been printing them out into graphic novels. So he's up to almost five volumes. Nice. Mind you, he has over hundred and eighty individual comics Jesus. and he's only they're only maybe a quarter of the way up like in print right um so it's really cool but how, yeah how but, many how many like do they i assume they were like releasing like strips 
Yeah. Well, yeah. The, how, how many strips go into a Dark Horse edition? Well, the thing is, you don't even know because the way that it's printed is it's literal full pages. Oh, okay. So all of his panels are actually put into full pages and you get to see it. And it's just so amazingly immersive. And I'm really excited about all the creators that are over at Webtoons because they are getting picked up and the recognition is great. And I'm going to keep gushing about this. And one of these days, you guys will probably get on and be like, Amy, you were right. This is awesome. Amy, That's cool. You were right. This is awesome. That's what happened with Criminal. Remember? Amy, you were wrong. I disagree with everything. <gasps> I know oh, you do. But you know shit. what I don't disagree with? What? You reading comic books. Did you read something? I did. Yeah. I what? Read something. Yeah. Yeah, remember, remember when it used to be like, oh, what didn't David read? And then it was like, yeah. oh, did Steve read anything? Um, now yeah. it's like, oh, now now I'm, maybe every once in a while I, you know, dig maybe. something out of the old. Uh, Wonderwall? Yeah, Wonderwall. Is yeah, that, my Wonderwall. Oh, crap. No. I was going to say uh, Wonderball. I, you know, I wonder, wonder, ooh, I, ooh, I, ooh, what's in the Wonderball? Wonderball. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I read at the uh, behest of one Anthony Steve's. Uh, I read none other than the 13-issue comic book limited series from Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, Batman, The Long Halloween. Uh, I realized the other day while I was transferring, uh, we're clearing out uh, our, what was the safe house and my office and is now being, the front room is now being turned into the safe house and I am transferring everything. And while I was doing that, I realized that I had bought this a long time ago. I never actually read it. Uh, I had a little stack of Batman comics that I had bought specifically. I was like, oh, Steve's will be proud of me if I read these. And then I forgot that I had them. I'm like, man, I think I should check out The Long Halloween. Oh, I do. I have it. So read The Long Halloween. Um, understand why you love it so much. Understand why it was uh, uh, or understand how it affected the Dark Knight film series um, and what was pulled from it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was wonderful. I mean, it was it had that that detective side, you know, where it wasn't really Batman being too much of like, cool, I'm a normal guy who can fight off like aliens and supermen. And it was like, no, this is him against criminals. You know, the, yep. the, the toughest fight he had was Catwoman, not to say she's not tough, but it yeah. wasn't like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a super, super powered fight. It was an acrobatic fight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Long Halloween was fantastic. 1996 was originally when it was printed. Um, artwork is beautiful. It was really nice to finally get back into the the swing of things the uh the color and and the, or the lack thereof the i was guessing until the end was one of those i i like when it's, it's yeah. not when it's not something obvious when i'm like ooh who is this murderer you know um for those of you unaware the long halloween is a series that basically follows a uh, about a 12 month span um where there's this murderer that becomes known as the holiday killer um who is killing um people usually from the uh the Falcone um, crime family, crime family in Gotham um, seems to be weakening them, but it's also other people like a city corner and stuff like that. And they leave an item related to the holiday that happens near along with the gun that's actually used to kill them. Um, so this whole time you're guessing, is it, you know, Harvey Dent? Is he pushed to the edge? Is it, you know, Enigma? is it Catwoman? Um, Superman. It, yeah. There's, there's so many people that calendar man just because he's associated with it. Um, and then the Joker at one point and the Joker's trying to figure out who it is. Cause he doesn't like the attention being taken away from him. It's really good. Yep. Really well done. Um, and you see the so birth, good. one of the births of, uh, of two face from the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, uh, long Halloween. Fantastic. Check it out. Anyway. Any he's keeping speaking of Batman and Catwoman, uh, segue. Uh-huh. 
We're going to talk oh. about our topic for this week, which is none other than what, what do we call it? Well, uh, I called it the Sweetheart Sweetheart Soiree. I like me in alliteration. I like that as a good title. Like so, that. basically, like this that. week we are talking about comic book couples, couples that are important because that are good, mm-hmm. not you know. I mean, we can. We'll talk about some bad ones, but we're we're mainly talking about couples. Uh, we're talking about love, true love, true um, love in the comic book universe. Classic couples, couples that have uh, cemented stories. More recent couples. Uh, odd couples, if you will. Hey. Mm-hmm. Walter um, Matthau, Jack Lemon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, they had their comic book. It was weird. Um, Ooh, and I, then I have the full title. Everything in between. What was the full title? Sweetheart Soiree, Bedrock Couples of the Comic Universe. Yes, Bedrock. We are talking Ooh. about uh, the Flintstones. And there's, there's a space. So it can be like that Young Money song from the 2000s. <laughs> Somebody will get that. Besides him. <laughs> nope. I'll play it for you later. It's Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we have our favorites. We have ones that we've brought to the table who we think are good. We connect with. They're entertaining to us. Um, we also have some that are less than favorable. Um, slightly still entertaining, sli- but terrible. Yeah. Um, mess couples. Fun to read, but not fun to uh, a- to strive for a similar relationship in your life. Mm, please That's a good don't. way of putting it. Um, to the downright strange. So, Steves, we've started yeah. with you for a couple of things. So let's go right into who we know you're going to talk about. Who is the classic comic couple that defines love in your eyes, my friend? The relationship that teeters on the just and unjust where... One is the, the, the just warrior and the other sometimes is just and sometimes not so just. Of course, Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, oh. the bat and the cat. Yes. Meow. I uh, Aside from it being a, a Halloween costume that my wife and I had years ago, <laughs> and I call her Selena sometimes, I've always liked the relationship between the two because Catwoman has always been this one who borders on... You know, sometimes she's fighting for what's, you know, just cause, and sometimes she's fighting for herself, whether it's good or bad. And being partnered sometimes with a guy like Batman, who's always been about fighting crime, it's got that great uh, complex relationship uh, that's there between the two of them. And I've always liked the way it's been manifested, whether it's been in comic book form, whether it's Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer, whether it's... Christian Bale and Anne Hathaway uh, or Kevin Conroy. And I don't know who voiced Catwoman in the animated series. I forgot her name. I'm sorry. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I've always enjoyed the way they've told the tale of, of those two, uh, just how they somehow form a relationship as even as often as they disagree on. Right. Thanks. Well, I think um, one, of my, one of my favorite parts is when at least, you know, it seems like they don't know who the other is in some, in some stories and a lot of stories, they obviously know who the other is. But there's mm-hmm. like some series where Batman and Catwoman have a relationship, mm-hmm. but like that's it. Like only when they're in their mass do they have this mm-hmm. relationship, as opposed to uh, Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, or you know them knowing each other's secret identities. It's like it's sometimes it's just it's it's fun and interesting when it's not, you know, them just yeah, dating. like you, yeah, because I mean, it, it, exactly it's, it's a flirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
the way they played it different ways in Batman Returns and then Dark Knight Rises, Batman Returns, Selina and Bruce have this thing going, but Batman and Catwoman are at odds. And you get that moment when they're dancing and where they recite the line regarding mistletoe and it, it clicks. And then their first line being, do we have to start fighting now? And I, I love that part because yeah. it's like, uh, I love you, but we've been fighting and I want more revenge than you do. And then with Bale and Hathaway, it was kind of that whole, they found out early on who the other person was, but never really like said it. Like she still kept referring to getting your, your, your uh, well-connected friend in the case when she fully knows that he's Batman, but they're still like tongue in cheek about it. And, you know, I liked, I liked the way both those roles, both those uh, depictions of them played that relationship. Yeah. It's good. I it's mean, good. like it's, it's a it's, classic. It's good. I mean, considering also if we look at the current ongoing with the bat and the cat, we had that run up to the wedding, <laughs> which we were all like, "Oh my gosh, is it?" Let's let's be honest. The optimist to me is like, maybe it'll happen, maybe it will, and then I'm like, let's be honest, let's be realistic. It's not gonna it's, happen. It's not gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Though her dress was too die for. Oh my gosh, and seeing Damien being oh. like fitted for a text was hilarious. I just remember the line I loved in the tomb when at the end of the episode, she's like, you really do care. And then you hear cuffs on her wrists mm-hmm. and Batman says more than you'll ever know. I'm like, Oh, so yeah, I think, uh, I think the feels. Tom, Tom King, especially recently with the two of them has done a really good job. Uh, you know, whether, whether you were happy or not with, you know, the lead up to the, the, the wedding and, you know, being left to the altar. I really enjoyed everything that was happening. I, like I said, I'm not current past the wedding. I, I read 50 and then fell off. So uh, now that he is exiting the series, I'll be catching back up. But I really enjoyed what was happening. I was not one of those people that was like, oh, I need to return my comics when it happened. Like, I wasn't <laughs> no. one of those guys. Um, I never yeah. got that. I, I never got that. Enjoy the ride. You know, they're, they're gonna, there's going to be another series that tells a different story. I never got the whole, Honestly, I'm going to return my comic. Now. Yeah. So, so for me, especially with that, like it was very much, first off, it was just, it was so incredibly them. It was almost mm-hmm. like the idea of them actually oh, tying yeah. the knot kind of was weird. And the fact that she mm-hmm. yeah, like pulled at the end, but had of course the reason you were like, and her reason was so honest too, yeah. which was the exact one we all were like, do you know what? This is a hundred percent you. It was written true to character yep, yep. where we couldn't even be mad. It wasn't like, I don't love you. I love another. Yeah. It was like, look, the city needs somebody and I cannot be the person, you know, to stand beside you and be the person that the city needs. Yeah. And I've got to go. And I'm just like, girl, you're so good. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and I, and I think like may, maybe, and this is, this is what's kind of obnoxious about comic book collectors. I say that as one, <laughs> um, part of me wonders if a lot of the people who bought that, they were like, cool, I bought all the variants. This is going to go up in mm-hmm. price and I'll be able to resell these. And then it's like, oh, and it didn't actually happen. It's like, oh, now this isn't a, uh, you know, a, a big important <laughs> event. Now I can't sell these comics later on. I And maybe that's yeah. how a lot of people saw it, but I feel like that's how some people saw it. And I was kind of like, well, sucks to suck. Like, you know, <laughs> deal with it, nerd. Um, but and, and besides, I always viewed the two of them like a Tim Robbins, Sister Random relationship. They're yeah. not getting married. They're going to yeah. be together, but they're not getting married. They're just going to be together. That's yeah. all. Yeah. No, it, it's, um, oh, who's the, um, crap. Uh-oh. Um, huh. Uh, overboard. Um, Russell, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Thank you. Yeah, just another one of those couples that it's always like it's it's a known thing that they're together. They've been together forever, but they haven't yeah. actually, you know, 
They're already commonly married. They don't matter. Sign exactly. the paperwork. Yeah, but they have, yeah. they, you know, they didn't have like a ceremony. They didn't take each other's names and stuff. Because they trust each other to be in a relationship. They communicate so well. It's what the bat and the cat do so exactly. well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I think um, current age Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell should do a uh, retiree Batman Catwoman movie. <gasps> That would, I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would be on board with that. After they did the 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 uh the holiday movie, the Christmas movie. I mean, That's obviously she was just like Mrs. Santa, Claus at the very end. Santa Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that was so good. They could have, I think they could do a lot of things. <laughs> I'm just now picturing Kurt Russell's demeanor as Bruce. Hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> like I come along with Bruce Wayne and the Pork Chop Express. I'm like, All right. <laughs> shut up, shut up, Mr. Wayne. Shut up. Um, you fine. tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. <laughs> Just use all of his one-liners, but they're all Bruce yes. Wayne lines suddenly. <laughs> it would work. I, I think it would be fantastic. I that. I am so, that. obviously, you know, um, Bat and the Cat, always, like I've always assumed, you know, as Steve's and, and his wife, that was always, you know, a strong connection there. But Amy, mm. yours, which I know yours because you said yours and I, I like yours, yours because yours isn't a Marvel DC. No, I am your ear. Every time somebody asks me, you know, when when someone goes, oh, you read comic books, uh, DC or Marvel? And I'm like, indie. And they're like, what? I'm like, let Ooh. me tell you a little story about all the other options you have outside of the big two that are still fantastic. So my bedrock couple um, has been around since, I believe, uh, 2000 and, uh, um, uh, 10. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't have glasses. I can't even push up my glasses. Go for it. Do it. Um, and it is Marco and Alana from Saga. 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 Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, the Saga. I used to have a Saga bell and I would ding it. Just press it and ding. Um, and the reason is this. I know Barry's all caught up. We're on a hiatus one of these days when it gets turned into a movie or a television show or it's animated. I know a Steve's will catch up. It'll be great. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I've accepted absolutely. it. It's okay, buddy. Um, but Marco and Alana, they come out of image. They are my quintessential couple simply because first off the way that they come together, they are, um, two soldiers from warring factions and, um, Alana is actually in charge of guarding Marco and they fall in love. It, the funny way that they kind of fall in love. it. Yes. Among other things. <laughs> and, uh, they're reading, essentially they read erotica, <laughs> To, she reads erotica to him through that's, her yeah, jail cell. Their, connection. their jail cell. And because it's about universal love, suddenly they realize that how they look and their the sides that they're on don't matter as long as they care about each other. And so through we're up to issue 54, we're currently on a long hiatus. We're all dying. We're halfway, halfway into it. We're all dying on the yeah, inside. Another six months. The entire concept is, of course, if uh, you don't know about Saga, it's from the perspective of their daughter Hazel. So they get married. Secretly, they have a child, which is like the child, essentially. Not the, the Mandalorian child. Okay, calm down. I can, I can hear your brains. <laughs> um, but they have a child that is like the the one that everybody's after. And they continue to travel through um, the galaxies and collect other parts of their family. But the entire time, the focus, and Hazel keeps bringing it back to our focus because she's the narrator, the, the weakness and the strength of both of her parents how they work together, how they springboard off each other. When they have fights, they're brutally honest with each other. They don't stop communicating. And even in the hard stuff, because there are issues with drugs and issues with jealousy and infidelity and providing for your family and supporting your spouse and all these other things, they are so rock hard in love with each other that they are, yeah, yeah. hey. Yeah, they are. 
And Hastings doesn't even know, and he's still saying, yeah, they are. He just heard rock hard, and he's like, yes. Yeah, yes. Yep. I mean, that was what, issue 53, issue 54, where she's on his shoulders, and there's lots of... There's things. Nice. Well, the entire book starts out with her literally screaming in labor. I'm pooping. I feel like I'm pooping. Oh my God, am I pooping? Wait, what? What happened? Oh, see? (laughs) It seems like, no, I'm back. What? I'm here now. Hold on, what? So (laughs) issue one starts with the birth of Hazel. Last one starts with Cunnilingus. It's Mm. it's one of those things where if if you... It's like when I when the fir- when the comic first mm-hmm. came out, I was like, well, like the first couple of trades, I was like, oh, cool, this is like a massive space opera, like you know, Romeo and Juliet story. And then as time it's has not. gone on, it's so much more than mm-hmm. just. I mean, you can boil it down to them being from two warring factions and falling in love. It's like that's kind of where the similarities with Romeo and Juliet kind of stop. That's it's like it. it's like past that, it's like okay, well, you know, star-crossed lovers from you know sides who shouldn't be together. That's Capulet Montague. Exactly, that's it. And then and then you know, then all of a sudden it's it rolls on to a whole different story, and all, and it keeps else. going into different stories. And it's so it's so human. And when it comes down to it, parts of being able to explore comic book couples that truly not just break the mold, but they give you a space to go. I want a relationship like that. Um, these are one of the ones that I really want more people to to find out about and understand and explore and realize she's a strong, badass mother. Well, he's a motherfucker, but she's a strong, badass mother. <laughs> and, literally. literally. <laughs> and he doesn't diminish her. He yeah. doesn't downplay her. No. He doesn't. He doesn't talk to her there. Even when they're mad, the witty back and forth between them is so freaking flirty, like cute that you're like, oh, you guys are adorable and you make me sick. <laughs> like it <laughs> it straddles that that line of dating and being married. Like the friend, being the friends, being the lovers, being the parents. And so, yeah, Marco and Alana from Saga, you are my bedrock couple. Boom. Holla. Nice. Uh, so we have Mandersons. Oh, of course we have uh, Mandersons because he, he jumped. Good Lord. Wait. I love you, Mandy. Oh, gee. Uh, hmm. Uh, 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 wait. Is one of them wearing glasses? Is uh, it you? I think both are actually. No. Yeah, now she does. Yeah. Because she's older. Bless I mean, her heart. That's what it is. So obviously, I mean, the the, the go to for, for Manderson's first was Lois and Clark, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark Kent and uh, Lois Lane. He, and specifically 52. Lane. No. 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 no 52 new 52. Had a break. New 52. He said he liked when Superman and Wonder Woman were together, uh, which, <laughs> whoa, Amy. We don't do that here. I like raspberries. That's fine. But wasn't uh, that the Kingdom Come outcome too, by the way? Uh, that was yeah, that was also but, Kingdom Come, yeah. But um but yeah, but basically uh Manderson, he even though he said he even said it, he said it shouldn't be how things are, but it makes sense to me, especially since they were young, immature, and taken by the power of the other. This was New Fifty Two This was New Fifty Two Diana. Everyone was like and young fucked. and just met. Like, yeah, yeah. Batman uh Superman and, and Wonder Woman. It's like Certain stories got relaunched. Not every story did, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, it was like, they kind of like met each other for the first time, like weren't, didn't know each other's secret identities. Like it was, it was kind of supposed to be new and fresh. And they basically kind of, they had de- it developed, it made, it made sense being the most powerful man, most powerful woman in the, on the planet, in the galaxy, whatever. But hey, the reason why, and I- You've got powers. I got, <laughs> I got powers. powers. You, you Come on. If I just get, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, in the previous universe, I killed everyone I've ever been with. So, uh, let's yeah. not talk about that. Let's, let's not talk about go. that. Let's not talk about that. Well, and I think Mandy, I know would probably talk about that Lois and Clark, not only does she like, he does the same thing that Marco does for Alana. Yeah. Like she's power, she's powerful in her own right. 
And as Superman, yeah, he comes to catch her in her most desperate times, but he doesn't like jump in at every second to save her from right, anything. Right. So he gives her the space to be a hundred percent her own person. And he still, especially like, even if we talked about the, uh, the new adventures of Superman, like the cartoon, you could talk about how he's growing and he's still learning his powers and Smallville. We even see it in, in Smallville and like, I know Mandy's got so much more. I'm sorry, Mandy. I'm not doing your couple justice. I actually appreciate <laughs> their pairing over any other pairing with the soups. I, well, Even I, though he, always... he killed her like in childbirth a couple of times. Yeah, well, you know, and, and Steve's is like, what wait, can you do? Wait, um, and not you know, have Tony a superpowered and, penis. And even, even well, I mean, yeah. And even <laughs> kryptonite condom. I figured it out. Um, oh, that's going to get him. That might be like too, too little. Who knows? Maybe just the tip. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> maybe just a, maybe just a kryptonite cock ring. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll shriveling. This yeah. is anyway. Too much. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Now we're thinking about the dynamics. Manders is going to listen to this and be like, "What the fuck did they?" This do is not where I was going with this, guys. They are wholesome. They are. They are the the it couple. She's got gumption. He's gumption. the. He's quirky and nerdy and just honest and gosh darn it, Lois. And despite what Dean Kane has turned into, the she, adventures of Lois and Clark, Clark was awesome. so good. We like past Dean Kane. Yeah. We, yeah. Cool. we do. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've always it, it was always to me, like when I thought about like comic like when I was thinking, I was like, okay, who can I just think of off the top of my head without trying to be creative, without mm-hmm. like trying to be that guy who's like oh i read other stuff not that there's anything i know mean, I'm, I'm with you on the indies no but I was because also i like, would have i would have gone his boat too the but, bat and the cat yeah I I was like, got but like, soups and lois. My, yeah exactly soups and lois were like when yeah. i think comic book couple that was like number one and then i thought like okay iconic covers iconic images yeah. and that's when i started going through my brain and i'm like okay Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. You know, like, because I, I have oh, like, yeah. the, that cover, the cover with the Spider-Man face and they're, they're holding, he, she's in the wedding dress and he's in the Spider-Man outfit. I was like, okay. The wedding episode. Hey, Tiger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey tiger. hey, tiger. Like, yeah, like stuff like that. And even though, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like for the longest time, Mary Jane and Spider-Man weren't for me. But then like, there was a time when Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker mm-hmm. was, was an option. Um <clears throat> Gwen. <laughs> but then you know all the weird things happen like her dying and you know her coming back and, and then that one where she died but then she like he's like weird, weird things like she dropped her books she died off the bridge <laughs> yeah. you know weird it things happen they broke up she broke her neck and you know uh Poor Gwen things um but that peter parker mary jane too i mean she, that was the one where she died and then she yep. didn't die and yep. then she was part of sandman and so she was a golem and she's like but i still love you peter and i have feelings and you're like what yeah you were on a honeymoon huh? And the um, how Ouch. hard was it to um, don't answer that question, Steve's? Uh, how how difficult <laughs> how difficult was it like when he had to uh, give up his relationship with her? Yeah, um, oh, I yeah. always forget which there was. I know it was the deal with Mephisto, but I can't remember. Um, <sighs> other like iconic couples that I was I was kind of like trying to like rack my brain, and I was always like, oh, I always thought of the weird love triangle between mm-hmm. uh, Wolverine, Jean yep. uh, Grey, and and Scott Summers, uh, oh, which Cyclops. gets resolved yeah, in which with, with yeah. Miss Hickman. Hickman, 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 Hickman does on every, that train. He, he makes everything great. Uh, they all three, uh, yeah? yeah, yeah, exactly. Thruple yeah. life, bro. nice. Yeah, they they figured it out. Yes, well, basically, it's like make more mutants. Okay. You know? <laughs> What's left? Oh, we'll, okay. we'll figure this out. You get it. Um, Adamantium children? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even though it's, I mean, 
the other the other thing is like I think about some stuff. I'm like, oh, that was that was more recent. Is that still count? And it's like, oh, it totally counts. Or if it's maybe in the last like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed um, uh, Black Panther and Storm, uh, T'Challa oh, and yes. Aurora. Um, Aurora. Her, Aurora, Aurora. Uh, her being the uh, the queen Savage of Wakanda, Storm. basically. Yeah, so good. So good. Um, other like um, old school, oh. like long time, like you know. Uh-oh. Oh, Steve. oh, I forgot one. Which yeah, one? what? Eddie Brock and the symbiote. Oh yeah, I mean, come on, oh, that's that true love. Was. That is true love. <laughs> that's true love. I mean, depending on what, yeah, no, depending on how you look into, like, read into mm. some of the messages, you're like, okay, is that like a bromance or is it, you know, like, hey man, I'm in he's, he's a symbiote. Controlling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, more recently, um, which is it's it seems like it's always been like danced around by so many different writers, but yes. uh, do it. Yeah, then there's Do people it. like Gail Simone who's like, no, I made Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy a they couple. They are married. Like, they are they a are couple. Married. They, it they, is they've... canon. And, and yeah. Gail, thank you. Yeah. Finally. Always been like, because like she's, someone was like bringing it up. Someone's like, are they a couple now? And she's like, she's like. They've always been one. Yeah, she, she shared panels from like her, everything she's written. And she's like, I always. Damn right they a couple. are. Like, yeah, they've always. They've always been a couple. Yeah. Um. And that's always and it, it, it fun, especially Heroes in Crisis. Like, if you look at it, yeah. if you look at them as a couple, it's even yeah. like. It's makes part of it even harder. Um, <sighs> makes it so good though, because yeah. it, it explains her grieving. It right. explains how Harley grieves. It explains even when Ivy comes back from the green, right. like her change is still is like, she's with Harley. And it's such a, if we want to talk about toxic relationships, what she came from with the Joker, which gets explored more now in the DC black label stuff, right? Especially the Harleen books. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, that was, so my, good. I, I was gonna say like iconic couples, but like not good couples. Yeah, Joker that's and a, Harley that's Quinn. A, it's a completely toxic, and everybody's like, "I want to love like Harley no, and Joker." You don't. And I'm no, like, okay, no. first off, do you understand this woman has a PhD, and literally he wore her down, and she went crazy. If you would like an abusive, narcissistic person, I bet we could find one if you scroll through Tinder enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I liked the uh I liked the Halloween meme that said y'all talking about Harley Quinn and Joker when the real love is uh Gomez and Morticia. Yeah. Yes, please. Oh. Yeah, you, yeah, you could be like creepy and dark and not be abusive and toxic. Gomez and Morticia. You know? They they are gold. Me, uh, they are yeah. life. I'm uh. actually uh I'm actually surprised that um Iron Man and Pepper Potts was not uh mentioned by you as Steve. Work, he's working on it. Well, I, I have mine. I have a lack of no- knowledge with their relationship but outside I mean, you, of the movies. You can, you can, I mean, the movies are okay. an example. Like, we, I mean, I mean, podcast. True, yeah. Tony and Pepper. I mean, in the movies, I mean, of, of course. I, she kills uh, Guy Pierce for him. Yeah, yeah right. Beautifully, <laughs> by the way. Gayest. Why don't you dress like this at home? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> kind of uh, a a strange couple, um, just because their story is so incredibly tragic that I always oh. forget about. Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Yeah. Uh, so basically, oh. depending on which iteration, they're aliens, they're, you know. Pharaohs. They're, yeah, they're pharaohs. They're aliens who were pharaohs. Um, but Great basically, masks. Great yeah. masks. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, unless you're watching like the Super Friends, then it's fucking weird because it doesn't make any sense. It's like, how are your eyes at the top <laughs> of your head? Like, I wish people I could see it. Labyrinth, the Steves. I don't think that's. <laughs> oh, is Available now on Netflix. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, it is? <laughs> I need to actually watch, watch that. that. Um, so yeah. Hawkman and Hawkgirl basically like. The whole thing is they 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 they're like resurrect they they're reincarnated mm-hmm. and they start their lives over and once they find each other and fall in love 
It all start. It stops. Yeah, over and again. then one of them will die, or or both of them will die. Uh, oh, so it's like Hancock. No, it's like Eurydice and Orpheus, except without going to Hades. <laughs> she went. She went more, you know, classics on you, and you're like, oh, that Will I Smith would, movie, Will Smith, Charlie Theron. Sorry, but, yeah, I mean, kind true, of. So true. It, Actually, that's pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> well, isn't that the you know the point of like the classic stories is that they're all really kind of the same. That you know the hero yeah. archetype, we all follow them. So well, yeah, then so it like, might be more Eros and Psyche than Eurydice and Orpheus. And the only reason why I bring up Eurydice and Orpheus is because Hades Town is a musical, and so it's totally pertinent. Tomato, tomato. Can uh, we get a Hawkman and Hawk Girl uh, story where their alter egos work at like the San Diego Zoo or something? <gasps> can you? Write and they're like that? with hawks, they take care of like the hawks. Yeah, I think that just because. Yeah, just because. <laughs> just because. Just because you like writing silly comedies. Yeah, um, nobody will ever know. Yeah, so they, they've got they've got this like, and because they they don't always like find each other. Sometimes they don't find each other for a while. Sometimes they're in other relationships, but it's kind of like, and they're not necessarily like, um, uh, they're they're like married, but like they're because, not. But they're not. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't think there's time. I don't think there's time for a proposal and a wedding before no. one of them dies. <laughs> um, and um, and you want to talk about classic, you know, because they're they're Silver Age, or even they might even be older than Silver Age. Um, but Reed Richards, Sue Storm, mm-hmm. of course, of the Fantastic Four, a classic longtime couple. Uh, Which had a lot of struggles. Yeah, lots of struggles. Um, the Him putting his work before everything. Her miscarriage in the 70s. Yeah. Which um, totally fractured their relationship, but they still kept it together, which is the perfect example of people who are in struggling relationships that don't seek counseling. Leaf. Yeah. Oh, and her, in, uh, yeah. her understandably being, you know, all about Namor, because who wouldn't be? That's that, speedo. That speedo. That, yeah, that, that speedo, speedo came out of the ocean. Right. You'd be like, hey, you know what? This guy can stretch and he can, you know, do things yeah, with his but, body. But this guy. I'm going to give him a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been a I, swim teamer. But I'm come on. Ride, There's a day I'm like, shoot. Ride the waves, if you will. He, he played water polo. Yeah. He mm. did. Oh, trust me. Ugh, he water invented polo. it. He invented it. Anyway. He invented yeah. water polo. Uh, was a yeah, lot so of ball handling. Namor and Sue Storm. But again, kind of a weird, like. In some ways, toxic relationship. The yeah, way it, not, it, not even somewhat very toxic. It's toxic, and but we see where, especially in the earlier ones, we see before he started putting all of his work. The the emphasis really came towards the seventy, the yeah late seventies into the eighties, and moving forward, he was super, way super into his work and started putting it before every relationship he had. Right, right. But prior to that, we actually see him actively like participating and trying to make sure that she is a part, you know, that they are partners, that they are a part of things and they're working together. Um, the other, the other situation with that, I mean, we didn't even talk about the, it was good until we had that flub with, uh, Hank Pym and that's what I was going to bring up next. Yeah. Yeah. Hank, Hank Pym. Well, so ultimate universe, which yep. is always ultimate universe is great for like alternate relationships. It's a what if, yeah. It's like, Hey, what if, um, uh, uh, Colossus was gay and Colossus and uh, yeah. I'm oh, blanking on who he was I in a relationship said star. with. It's not Star. No, no some, North Star. Well, actually, no, him and North Star. star. But, yeah. but North Star in the normal comics is gay, but in the Ultimate Universe, him and Colossus were together and then Iceman in the current universe is gay. But and he's he doing in, good. Bobby's doing great. He was in a relationship with an Inhuman and then it seems like the Inhumans stopped existing again. So it's like, what happened to that relationship, Marvel? Uh, we don't. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, so Hank Pym... Hank Pym being the always being like Iron Man if he didn't make a bunch of money off his tech. So angry. and and that always, you know, kind of shows in a lot of ways. And then the um in the Ultimate Universe, he of course has the the marital issues with uh Janet Van Dyme, um, which leads to him 
backhanding her. And then her shrinking, flying inside him and full sizing herself to explode him. So in other words, if you want to know how to deal with your abuser, (laughs) transgressions against you. Here we go. Get tiny. Get tiny. Get in there. It is what everyone wanted Ant-Man to do to Thanos. Yeah, fly in his butthole. Uh, and explode. <laughs> blow him up. Uh, <laughs> That's a way to deal with it. Shoot. Um, speaking of North Star, uh, North Star, I had to pull it up because I could not. We could remember, I right? Could remember, yeah, I couldn't remember his partner. His partner was Kyle Giannadu because I don't think his uh, partner was was a superhero. Um, but in the 90s, he was the first openly gay major character. Mm-hmm. There have been minor characters. There have been other characters that have been hinted at. But North Star was the first openly gay character. Uh, and then 20 years later, he proposed. And then they had that iconic issue where the so two of them got good. married. Um, still like, uh, and which they did, they did kind of delve into, obviously, you know, the the difficulties of, you know, being in a relationship with a mutant, mm-hmm. being in a gay relationship with a mutant adds a whole other layer to it. And being in a gay relationship with a mutant when you are not a mutant is a whole other just, it's just I, all, it's just so many different, different worlds colliding, uh-huh. um, which is always, um, very interesting to see. Um, for me, a lot of people thought I was going to go um, Swamp Thing. I didn't. Uh, and well, uh, People assume I would go Swamp Thing, um, Abby, but I did not. Abby is not, you know. The, we didn't even bring up Hank and Betty. Hank and Betty. Um, but, I mean, I, I obviously I like Swamp Thing and, and, uh, and, Abby. and Abby. But it's like, to me, like, being a couple is... I don't know. It's important, but it's not like they're, you know. It doesn't tie it. His, I don't think of it, you know. I'm not like. Well, it's not at the forefront of, of most of his stories. Swamp yeah. Thing stories do not revolve around his relationships. It's the same thing that if we're looking at perpetually singles, which I would love to bring up a perpetually single Ooh. after your choice. Yeah. Um, but that that's not in the forefront of what drives his comics, especially when I started reading Saga of the Swamp Thing. It's not like, oh, Abby, like he's not wandering through the through the swamp, through the green, calling out her name and begging to die so that he might have an opportunity to meet her in the afterlife. It's never about that. No, it's like he he, he wants to save her, but it's like he wants to. He holds on to love as like one of the last vestiges of his humanity. Mm -hmm. But then once he realizes like that's kind of out of it, he's like he maintains the relationship with her to kind of. I don't know. He he see he sees it as important, but it's it's not like he sees it as like a defining aspect of his character anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they definitely still. I mean, he stays with her for a long time, and he you know and he protects her, and she protects him in a lot of ways. But he's also like okay with the idea of her like going out and like having other relationships. Yeah, and doing other he things. understands. It's just is- you know she ends up going out and having weird relationships with her you know creepy resurrected uncle without realizing uh, it. Yeah, Alan Moore. Uh, Alan Moore. But uh, but yeah, I instead of having a choice, I just wanted to throw a bunch out there that I think were fun. Yeah, like all these, like there, you know, there's all there's and there's also other classic ones, Black Canary and Green Arrow. Oh, I love the fan art where they had them switch the outfits on purpose. It was so good. Um, (laughs) I forgot about how when She Hulk and Juggernaut had a relationship, that was and it was it was good and it wasn't you know old man Logan creepy. Yeah, Hulk and She Hulk. Yeah, no, not not that. that. Yeah, hate it. That was a whole thing. Why are you furrowing uh, your they, eyebrows? That was, in, that was an old man Logan. I forgot the book. The original, in the yeah, book. remember in the original, the original run? In the book? Um, when uh, Banner that, goes coconuts and yeah, goes, she's the only one that could take my power. 
Yeah, the the Hulk gang. They're all weird. They're uh, all ancestral. Ancestral. Oh, yeah. they made the it's cousins really do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got there yeah. eventually. We didn't uh, even talk about Emma and Scott. Your cat apparently doesn't enjoy it. <laughs> no. Uh but yeah, no. there, there's there's Emma and Scott, which is good sometimes, bad a lot of times. Sometimes Kitty and Colossus. Uh Kitty and Colossus. Okay, so a bunch of people forgot uh, Kitty and Star Lord. I liked their I, relationship. I love theirs. Did I you get to be in the battle? The battle world. Yeah, like, that was my favorite. I lo- when, and then when she for a while was Star Lord because he became the king of Spartax. I remember um, that one. It was so cute. <laughs> see, are you looking for the cat? Yeah, <laughs> I can hear him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see his tail. It's like it's like Pippa Pew walking Dad. by the bed right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, but other yeah, Kitty and Star Lord. That, if I can so recommend fun. the cutest, sweetest, like coming out of <laughs> battle, because it was Battle World. So right. it was another event. We were collapsing all of the big worlds to get everybody back into the main, the main universe. If you hear a cat, it's now with added cat sounds. <laughs> he's, he's being an asshole. He knows how to jump on the bed, but he's just sitting there meowing at me. Yeah. I love it. If you want to go pick him up, go for it. Go for yeah, me. I'm going now. <laughs> but so like it's the cutest it is a standalone one it's a standalone one shot star lord and kitty kitty pride mm-hmm. and it is we're dealing with a kitty pride that has her regular moon powers but she also has like gauntlets that give her basically x23 claws yeah 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 and so peter is just in this thing where he's like look you're my girlfriend and we're in love and she's like i don't know who the hell you are <laughs> and it's just this entire thing of him trying to woo her to understand that they're actually in love and it's slowly coming together but then gambit ends up being the bad like the surprise bad guy he's right. basically the collector right. which is adorable because it it helps my brain and yeah. it's it's so freaking just cute like yeah. it's so cute gambit and rogue always yes. also good option uh, they are they they jump the barrier between a good and a bad relationship yeah, constantly yeah. which it hurts my heart because we have timelines where they have babies and they're a functioning family yeah. and they have children and they're great. And then we have where she's like, dude, I can't touch you. He's like, I won't be with you. She's like, dude, I will kill you. I got that love of the cards and the both death. We just like the, <laughs> let's be honest. We love the flirt. The flirt with that is so good. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. it's just, I think that's one of the things that piques a lot of our interest is as closeted romantics or just optimists in love is we love to see a witty retort and a great flirt. Yeah, like Thanos and death. Oh, Aww. yeah. True get it. love. Where she's like, I'm sorry, you need to do some more stuff to arrest me. He's like, yes. I need some more killing out of you, okay? Yeah. Versus Deadpool slash death, where yeah. he's like, hey, girl. And she's like, hey. Or uh, Deadpool and uh, Lady Dracula is also a good one, which Dracula's really pissed because <laughs> he's like, I'm asleep for 100 years. And you like, and she's like, well, I have needs. <laughs> and, you know, and Deadpool's like, yes, yeah, she does. Deadpool's <laughs> like, I am those needs. Uh, <laughs> there's a, I mean, there's a ton of them. And there's random, you know, people randomly pop up. I really liked um, uh, Captain Marvel and War Machine. I, oh, I, I, I like they yes, I like that. Yeah, I like that. They were the cutest. And yeah. then they did that. Thanks, Thanos. Then they, yeah, then they did them dirty. Well, Civil War Two. Yeah, Civil War Two, man. Not even, not even Endgame. Like Civil War Two, we're just like, are you clucking, kidding me, children? Mm-hmm. That one hurt. But that was, one hurt. So you're you're saying the the what, what the singles? Oh, perpetually single. Yeah, who perpetually single? Perpetually. Uh, Let's let's bring up your boy Constantine. I was just gonna say Constantine, who just bangs yeah. everything. He's but. like he's like, hey, is it how breathing? you doing, Zatanna? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, that one's good. 
Swampy is technically he doesn't kind bone, of he doesn't really bone anybody, but yeah. he's there. He's I mean I I would I would put him in the category of like uh of like Doctor Manhattan. Like it kind of gets to the point where he like maintains relationships for their sake, not for his for sake. sake. He doesn't yeah. need it, which is a very Doctor Strange thing to do as well. Yeah, Doctor Strange. That's a that's a choosing celibacy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. His, mm. his knees are in his hand, but my girl. Diana, Diana Prince is going to probably end up being perpetually single. I love when they give her an opportunity to pair. I hate, if you have not been listening to this podcast long, hello, I hate the pairing of Diana Prince and one uh, Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman and Wonder Woman. No, I what? don't care. To, oh, please. <laughs> Shocking. Oh, my golly, gosh, jeepers. I understand, yes, strongest man alive, strongest woman alive. Oh, they should totally be together. Do you understand this woman has grown up on a, damn island with a whole bunch of other women and also when they met up in the new 52 she already had a girlfriend on the island like calm yourselves like they make mention of it in the wonder woman movie where she's like where she gives him the talk about you know men are good for pleasure but ultimately they're obsolete and i'm just like dang girl get you that (laughs) but then i love the witty retort that she gives the bat whenever they're together because their flirt game is on point yeah it's nice but he can't handle her and she can't handle him and it's cute and it's fun and i'm like that's what i want it'll never happen but i approve of that and no i do not like steve trevor wow i said it i'm angry man (laughs) oh yeah oh no because she is in this place not that because i'm like yes Girl, be strong, be powerful, be you. You don't need a man. Don't let nobody define you. No, she has, if she is love, which is what, you know, Miss Patty has given us and Miss Gal Gadot has given us about that this Wonder Woman is love and love is everything. She can love whoever the hell she wants as many times as she wants and go to the next person. It's fine, but she will probably end up being perpetually single because she has to watch everybody die. Yeah. Very, very what, quick. What, what? Whisper, whisper Sharon Carter to her right now. Sharon do it, do it, do it. Carter. She's already. That she, was not a good whisper. Did, it didn't work very well, did it? Because Whatever. let's be honest, Cap, that Cap. Yeah, Cap. Cap in a way is perpetually I, single. I, yeah, I would put him in that perpetually. Like he tries. He tries, but those relationships don't usually end up working out. Comic book, yeah. mind you, though. Endgame, it did me justice. Yeah, but that's because yeah. that's my my. Yeah, Steve's is like, yeah, yeah. We're gonna hear the song and dance again. Go. <laughs> who, who is it? Who is it? Amy. Uh, I think it's I think it's a uh, uh, Peggy. Is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Peggy. Yeah, yeah. Like every if you if you don't know by now, I have a deep and abiding love for Miss One Peggy Carter. Yeah. And in the books, mind you, it did her dirty because you know she dies. That's she did. It. She did. She did. And then when we end up, thank you for yawning at that pivotal moment. I love <laughs> she did. <laughs> Even the cat's like, dang, shame. Um, but yeah, so Endgame did me solid by giving me that, you know, that long lost, it's the opportunity for it to happen and the little smatterings of how they, they paired it in the timeline and everything else. And it made me feel so warm and fuzzy. But when we come down to it, Cap is going to be perpetually single. Well, and there's some people I feel like it, like based on their power, their abilities, their lives, it's like we think there's someone that might be for them. And then it's just like Romanoff with. Clint and with Bucky. Oh, yeah. It's like they, they have their relationships, but it's like, it, it, and you think like based on their lives, based on their experiences, like, okay, this makes sense for them to all be together. Like two people brainwashed by governments, like super soldiers, spies, so on and so forth. Like, but in the end, it still like doesn't like they, they, yeah. they you know, there is this like kind of unrequited love, but not really. Like they don't really end up having that relationship in the way that we think they might be able to have. 
They're in uh, that philia agape space. So if exactly. we're talking about that breakdown, they've got that friendship love. We're moving into that family love, but not that lusty eros love. Like, yeah. did you? And but, then, but then they do it every once in a while. Um, versus pent like up, pent up rage. Yeah. Versus like a, a really good um, established couple who has strong family ties and the children, um, which we forgot to mention, is Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I personally. They while are it's, so fun. While it's no longer a thing, I personally was very much a fan of Danny Rand, Iron Fist and Misty Knight. I thought their street love kind of a situation was so fun. I really liked them. Um but I mean, there's, there's others like the, the fun thing about comics is, you know, unless someone is like, unless it's like a defining factor of them to be married, which it shouldn't be. I don't think any of them should be defined by their relationship. Like Aunt May we, and Uncle Ben. We can like, you know, like switch them around and we play can with them. The we, can, we can ship whoever the fuck we want. You know, whoever we need to, to bang it out, we can try to get them to, to, Bang, Bang it out. out. Yeah. Just have at it. Yeah, just get it done. You take it to the mattresses. Unleash. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Go to war? What? Exactly. Well, that's like, hey. I, I like that. Is it um, love war? Like Thor, love Thor is and, a battlefield. Thor and Jane Foster. Like, it's like their relationship for a lot of like, mm-hmm. the bronze and silver, gold, silver, whatever. For a long time, like, their relationship was really pivotal. And then it kind of turned into more of like, uh, especially now that he doesn't turn into Donald Blake anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like... You like see it like like unworthy Thor and everything like like when he talks to her like you know he cares about her but it's not it's like it's like it's like beyond just that that's my girlfriend it's like oh Jane Foster like this like respect this like wanting to protect but also very similar to the whole like Lois and Clark kind of thing where he knows that Jane Foster like can do her own thing he's she he sees her become Thor. Mm-hmm. He sees her do all these fucking things. He's like, you don't fucking need me. Like he exactly. still tries to like protect because he thinks like that's ingrained in him. But then mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you can do shit with this hammer that I couldn't do. You know, like what, during that during that whole run, like he wanted to protect her because he knew that the hammer was killing her in a way. But he also was like, I can't stop. Her. I can't really. Yeah, I can't stop you from can't wanting to save her. people. Like I get it. You know, which is, their their relationship has been. Uh, a fun one to to watch and see grow and continue on and carry. Um, I have not read the new Thor's yet, so I don't know what the fuck is going on there. I have with them his little sitting big, at beautiful home. hair and everything. I'm fucking excited. He's the All Father. Donny Cates. He um, is the All Father. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then there's a bunch of other you know random people who just fuck. Um, <laughs> then they're they're in it to hit it and quit it. Yeah. I mean, I know some of them would rather stay and play. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I got him. <laughs> I do a lot of this to see how many musical Baby cues I can jump into Steve's brain. Back. Any other any other <laughs> relationships? Any other love? Any other lust? Any other? You got anything else? Over honorable there? mentions besides mm. Boost and Blue. <laughs> is there an alternate universe where they're gay? Is that a thing? Because they if they're not a couple, couple, there? I don't know what the hell is they like have ult- to be. But ultimate know, bromance is like, yeah, I think yeah. as far as they've gone. I just don't know because, if they like, actually- just because two dudes are like the best of friends doesn't mean it's like okay, cool, they have to be gay. But at the no. same time, it's like I feel like someone could write them very easily as a gay couple, and it could be really fun. Oh my god, how did I forget that Midnight or an Apollo? Am I fucking stupid? It's because oh, there you you're go, yeah. a North Star. Dear you God. Well, so it's I started thinking like I started thinking independent like mm-hmm. Apollo and Midnighter until they broke them up, which was kind of cool. Well, I mean it was amazing to see him basically walk through hell to get him back. Um oh. their relationship was always really cool because at first it was like when I first read it, I was like, Oh, they're just making fun of Batman and Superman. Like this is when I was like 17 and I thought like calling something gay meant like, oh, you're making fun of it. Mm-hmm. And when they had um 
Apollo, who is the Superman-like figure, and then Midnighter, who is the Batman-like figure together, I was like, ha ha, they're saying Batman and Superman are gay in this universe. And then I would like thought more about it. And I'm like, oh, 17-year-old David, you fucking idiot. It's <laughs> you, it, you big stupid. Yeah, you big stupid <laughs> fuck. Like it was just like it was just a relationship and it was great. Like they were so I they they made me believe in love in comics. Aww. Uh, Aww. Apollo and Midnighter were just so good. Um, and they are two, two people who would walk to the ends of the earth and through hell and back for each other. See, and that's the Orpheus Eurydice jam yeah. right there. Yeah. There Fuck we go. Yeah. I, I, I got one. <gasps> I forgot one, one for you. Yeah? Yep. Christy Neverhart and Justin Hammer. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Did you Google that? Did you have to look it up? You're like, who's Justin Hammer's significant Well, there's a cat other? sitting on his chest. <laughs> well, I, for, I forgot... I forgot the character named the reporter in part one and part two of yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. And I also realized that those two, uh, um, oh my God, the actual actors. Sam Rockwell and Leslie Face. Sam Rockwell and, her, and Leslie Bibb. They got married shortly after Iron Man 2. No shit. They're an actual couple today. Yeah. She was, in the, she was at the Oscars with them. They've been together since Iron Man 2. I like Dude, that. I didn't that's know so, that. Yeah. That's so See, good. look at that. Love. Comics. See, it worked. See, Comics love. brings us together. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, or it can be... Um, Gamora and uh, Peter Quill and he just oh. fuck up the whole universe. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, we're so angry at him. Yeah, we're, we're so, so angry. angry at him. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Did, 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 it was part of the plan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, hold up the one. Hold up the, the, the one. Sh- wait, wait, the hold on. Ass one. Dramatic. Yeah, yeah, looking at the water. Yep, there's the one. Cool. Uh, now Tony and then, and then Tony. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no one can see you right now. You know that. I know. Right? I know. But you guys. Yeah, okay. when it hurts him most is when nobody can see him aside from us. I actually, I actually really love that moment in Infinity War when Thanos is holding Gamora and Peter has the gun pointed at her. Just that whole the, the bubble told you to go. Well, before everything building up to that, yeah, yeah. the I way their you, dialogue with each right. other, yeah, told you to right and said I love you. That whole moment, like, oh, that was so well done. Yeah. Well, and I gotta give, so, I gotta, we gotta give props to Josh Brolin. Oh, belated happy birthday to Josh Brolin. Hey, yeah. we love yeah. you even when you're not Thanos. Um, but yeah. in that, that moment where he's in there and he's like, oh, you got like, he had the small hint of like, well, guess what? Apparently you're not a giant, pardon me, cat sitting on your chest pussy because you legitimately just went to go pull that, pull the trigger. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah. cool. I, like I like him. You. I, he actually I like says, you. I like him before it disappears. And I know. And you're just like, damn. <laughs> um, another couple that I can think about. Because we're for honorable mentions, uh, because the wicked and the divine is complete in all of it. Um, we've got some divine characters or divine couples in that. So we've got uh, Bale, and I think it's, I keep pronouncing her name wrong or his name wrong, but it's the goddess of heaven. And in the comic, it's the person that looks like Prince, which is even better. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. They are, yeah, they are a a, um, a couple and their relationship is like kind of hidden under wraps, but also it turns into the Wicked ends up almost being an orgy the entire run. Yes. Until Prince would approve. To, yeah. It, well, it does happen. Um, until we get to the very, very end where we see, um, oh my gosh, I just totally blanked her name because she goes by Persephone. And that's not her, like, she goes by Persephone. She becomes Persephone. But at the end of everything, she ends up being married to one of the Nords who was a a journalist. Her name's Cassie. Mm. And so the end of this, the people that they've brought back from being gods to just being human again and their relationships and how they've worked out. And basically everybody's fucked everybody at this point. You can't get around it. Um, Even the one that was uh, Baphomet, 
where she ate people. Yeah. <laughs> she straight up was like mauling and consuming people after coitus. Um, we get to the end and you see Cassie, Cassandra, who's the Nord. She's died and there's a hologram and she's giving her own eulogy. And it's this great thing. She talks about relationships and how going through this entire thing, she was the one that had stood by her side. And at the end, she would always knew, she always knew no matter what had been going on, that it was going to be them at the end. And I'm like, dang, look at you working through all your problems as persons and then as a couple and you still make it work. And I, I, I loves you. You make me happy. <laughs> yeah. You make, make me feel good. Oh, wait, that's different. Oh, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Halle Berry. So I, was, I was just going through and just thinking, thinking if there was any others that we... I mean, I mean we there's, could, there's a ton that we missed. Well, we could, hit, we could hit all of the adaptations. We could talk about uh, Leigh-Ann Han. Oh, Hulkling and, and Wiccan. Wicca. 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 We didn't talk about Wanda and Vision either. Oh, God. We didn't talk about... Yeah, we didn't talk about... Upcoming Vision Disney series. Family. Yeah. Well, um, we, we didn't talk about Hawkman and Mara. I mean, there's, there's a ton wait, of people that we... Wait, didn't. wait, wait. Steve's, did you just say upcoming DC series? Disney, Disney. Thank Disney. you. Uh, my yeah. my no, no, ears no. are kind of off today. No, no. I've been a part of this show for too long to make that mistake. I'm we just could I'm go double checking. Double down checking. Multiple <laughs> rabbit holes and pick out all kinds of. of we couples. could go to ferret holes. Yeah, we could go to ferret holes. Um, we. Yeah. They're, I like ferrets. They're weasels. Weasel holes. Yeah. <laughs> Weasel. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> When I wanted to see if he would do when it. Polly's sure on that one. Before we go any further, we're going to call oh. it a night and wrap it up because we're just going to keep going and going and digging and digging. Because it's wuv. Two wuv. It's all around us. Uh, I feel it on my fingers. I feel it in Love my is all around me. Fuck shit, ass, and hole. <laughs> <laughs> this is shit, isn't it? Solid gold shit, maestro. Shit. Anyway. Oh. If you really love Valentine's. <laughs> Come I on feel that, that you're show. the fucking love of my life. Yeah, there we go. Oh, it was so good. Love actually is all around. Anyway, that is not going <laughs> to wrap it up for this week's episode. My name is, of course, David Barry. I am joined by... Oh, not the remote agent. This is Amy LaBelle. And across from me, being all remote and stiff. The Azorian when Anthony Steves with a very loud purring cat. Ah, well, that's love. True love. What's love got to do with it? Every, everything, according What's to the title. Love? Well, oh, Jesus, thank you. For the Cables Crusaders, love yourselves but a second and, and, and each other. Good night. What's love got to do, <laughs> do, got to do with it? <laughs> Our heart I can't keep broken. broken. Nice. Good, good job, guys. Good, <laughs> good fuck off, God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>